From 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hello, Piet. How are you, my friend? I'm great, Jordan. So, Pfizer Forum. There you go. $524 million later. <laughs> It is open. It had its first concert Tuesday. You were there. I was there. The Killers, Violent Femmes. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. The Good, experience as a whole. Yeah, let's give it. Let's let's go through and give a little report card for okay. each section. Okay. Let's start with initial impressions as you first are walking through. You're going through the ticket line. You're entering the arena. I thought, wow, hats off. I did not make it to the grand opening mm-hmm. for the yeah. Bucks Block Party. Neither guy. Neither so this guy. is my first walk through. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it an A-plus on first impressions. Just really like, ooh, this is great. They, they had that huge jumbotron right at the front you could walk up to. It said, yeah. killers, Pfizer for them. So many people taking selfies in front sure. of that. And like staff, and, and the deal was they had tons of staff people there just to take your photos. Tons. Um, they had so many people. There was like 13,000 people at this first concert. Probably felt like 15,000 staff workers just walk, like walking yes. around. Yes, um, The process to get in through security was really, really smooth. Um, you know, it didn't take long at all. Uh, they had tons of security, like, um, people there just to kind of guide people. Yeah. Um, and, and just lots of friendly people. I felt like I was either in like a, a four star hotel or like a really friendly Culver's or Chick fil A. Like, everyone was just really, <laughs> really, really friendly. friendly yeah, absolutely. I mean, just a really attentive, uh, customer service kind of experience, which I think greatly enhanced just the, 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 the space. And there's so many cool, social places it felt so warm and inviting where you could hang out on the top at the panorama club yes look down into the bowl or look out over the city skyline lots of good kind of drinking spots lots of places to do your selfies like really interesting kind of uh, art pieces and yeah. things like that um it's just an inviting place all around all right let's get into the sound now this is a huge sticking point in our market we have some big rooms in the city that some people are like oh, i just can't hear what they said sure. very well I'm walking away very high scores on sound. I went to three different sections to watch the show, and I could hear every word coming out of anyone's mouth at any given time clearly and crisp. Yeah, totally. And and same with the instrumentation, whether it was, you know, Brian Ritchie uh, and his kind of like heady sort of acoustic bass guitar. Like that's that's the kind of thing that could really get really muddy in an arena, I think. But it just sounded really like rich and really deep and just like it really resonated. Uh, I also saw the show from multiple vantage points, like on the floor, the the lower bowl, the upper bowl, kind of all over the place, like eight places. And the sound at all of them was really spot on. I mean, in the upper bowl, it's a little bit duller, obviously, than if you're closer to the action, but still really really good sound up there speaking of all those vantage points you could see everything really really well yeah absolutely so um this arena has like 65 percent of the seats in the lower bowl and uh especially when i was like down by the stage in the lower bowl you just feel just this this swarm of people like basically on top of you yes like as an audience member it was thrilling i just felt like this giant mass of people like stacked on top of me <laughs> i can't imagine what it was like for the femmes i can't imagine what it was like for the killers because this is just a giant audience but in a pretty compact space yeah. um so when you're down there it feels really thrilling to have that audience just kind of deafening and right in your face but then when you're up at the in the nosebleed seats um it's you know the the arena is not as tall as the the bradley center was and there are fewer seats up there so you're you, when even when you're in the top row you're not that far from the action like i think you, you you have a really good straight shot view and yeah the stage isn't that far my favorite was the upper bar vantage point yeah walking up there and going up to the edge of the glass mm-hmm. so far away but i felt like i was taking in the entire experience in one eye yeah exactly that's exactly it spot on so all around i was really impressed and i'm really excited to see they've got a giant 
uh, fall calendar of shows coming up uh, and really excited to see and, and curious to see if they'll be able to kind of maintain this. They obviously had a lot of time to prep for this show and to make it really special. Are they going to still have such great customer service when they have uh, Metallica and Foo Fighters and Eagles and 21 Pilots in four days uh, in a row, basically? We'll see. I think they can. This is a really good first shot. And what a cool opportunity for the Violent Femmes to open up the show. Arguably one of the most well-known and sing-alongable bands from the city of Milwaukee. We're going to talk about their performance at the Pfizer Forum and kind of a love note to the city of Milwaukee that the Killers brought down next on Tapped In. Stay tuned. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Piet, I had some really fun flashbacks last night singing along with Violent Femmes, music that I've grown up with. In fact, when the band was here last at studio, I, I, when I was interviewing them, I got to tell Brian, you know, the first songs I ever played when I was in junior high school in my first, first band were Violent Femmes songs. Yeah, yeah. So to me, it came full circle really cool last night to see uh, the very first notes in the Pfizer Forum the Violent Femmes. Well, check it out. Okay, so yes, they were the first live notes was from the Violent Femmes, which, again, I mean, your mind was blown. I can't imagine what it's like for Brian Ritchie and Gordiano, who, <sighs> you know, started this band, you know, more than th- three decades ago, playing on city streets in Milwaukee. I mean, that story and now, is... And now they're in this you know, $500 million right, plus arena as right. the first band to play it. That's pretty wild. Um, but the very first notes actually was this, like, really kind of insane uh scratchy avant-garde like composition and it went to this really hard experimental jazz like that was like the warm-up music the pre-recorded warm-up music before the femmes took the stage of course it was. A- and then when the femmes took the stage it's not like they went into blister in the sun or whatever they did like deep cuts yes you know what i mean so i i thought I, you know hats off to them that they wanted to keep it weird uh for their set and it's totally appropriate i mean this is like you know there's nothing less weird than an arena show especially right. a grand opening arena show right and they kept weird and i loved it and I thought they did a wonderful job of doing that. They would teeter into songs that literally the entire arena could sing along with. Sure. And then talk about their polka influence yeah. and go into some B-side cuts yeah. and play some rearrangements and interesting solo riffs going on. Yeah, too, even, even were... the hits, like Kiss Off, like uh, Brian Ritchie yeah, had yeah. This, this crazy kind of really crazy. Uh, trippy bass uh, solo. And, and Ritchie did a lot of kind of cool solo stuff. Um, there's also, you know, Ritchie uh, is in Tasmania now and Gordon Gano, I yes. think, in New York maybe. Um, but there were two Milwaukee musicians still based yes. in Milwaukee that played um, Tuesday. You have John Sparrow, who is now the drummer for the Femmes. It's the infamous Weber Grill drummer. Yes, from the exactly. <laughs> uh, and then uh, filling out the band for many songs was Aaron Gardner, <sighs> who's uh, in Strangerland uh, here in Milwaukee, which is a really cool jazz group you should check out. He's an incredible saxophonist. Um, and he really brought some good enhancements to the show, too. It was so heartwarming for me. I've gotten to perform with Aaron in many different capacities throughout the years here in the city of Milwaukee. He's kind Kind of like the, one of the hardest working musicians in town. He's yeah. just part of so many other things. And to see him up there and to know his story too and say like, bro, you are literally a part of the beginnings of what will be, I mean, an epic, epic series of concerts. We already have talked about in this segment uh, a long time about this, getting ready for it. We know that the calendar is already just knocking at the door of the most concerts that's ever even happened in the downtown region. I mean, we're we're really about to embark on something special here. And these fellas from our city are the first ones to 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 open up the doors and get this place ready for the city. I couldn't have written a better story. Yeah, no, it was really fitting for them to do it. I think they were thrilled that they got to do that. 
Um, but we should mention the Killers too, because when the, the Killers was announced as the band, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I like the Killers fine. I think that's yeah. a band that a lot of people like fine. Yes, you know, it's a it's a it's a good pick in the sense that people can be like, yeah, okay, I'll see I'll see the Killers. I'll you pay. know a few Killer songs and don't even realize sometimes that they're by the Killers. They're, it's one of those. Bands. Yeah, but they're pretty middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a wide ranging audience. They're, you know, they're not terribly exciting in my opinion, but you know, it was a fine fine choice. But I really really appreciated that. At the show, they brought a lot of interesting uh, elements that really made this a special show. Yes. I mean, they sold, you know, exclusive kind of merchandise, exclusive shirts and posters just for the show, which was neat. Um, they started off the show with this uh, Alice Cooper riff off the Wayne's World, the famous Wayne's World Milwaukee history lesson scene with, with uh, Cooper doing uh, new dialogue. Yes. Like, he filmed some new scenes that was spliced in with the old Wayne's World footage talking about, you know, Pfizer form, yes. although he called it the Wisconsin Entertainment Sports Center because like, apparently this was filmed like earlier this summer before it had an actual name. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still a cool gesture to see that. Um, on the stage, they had a, a water tower, like a Milwaukee water tower, which is, you know, a nice little touch. And uh, Brandon Flowers was, was clearly uh, very passionate. We talked about how much he loved the Femmes. Yes. That was part of the Alice Cooper intro. It was, it was something he talked about where he said that was the second band he's ever seen live. And it really clearly meant a lot to him to, to share the stage with the Femmes uh, at that show. Uh, and then we got to talk about the finale, too. I don't know if you, if you were there. For okay, that. so I purposefully left before the finale. Oh. I'm, I'm getting old, and I like to get out of there and beat the traffic. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie, but I did see it on social media, which yeah. I thought was a is still the gesture was not lost on me. Yeah. So, okay. So I thought the finale was was fantastic because, uh, you know, they did they did Mr. Brightside at the very beginning of the set, which yes. was a surprise. I figured that would be saved for the for Me the too. Me too. But they're like, let's start with Mr. Brightside, which I think was very cool and took, took me off guard. And I think a lot of the crowd off guard and excited the crowd. But for the last song they did the Laverne and Shirley theme song they invited the Femmes on <laughs> the stage femmes came back on the Femmes stage. came back on stage uh, and, and the Femmes and the Killers together did the Laverne and Shirley theme song the, the Killers have two female backing vocalists they really kind of capture that Laverne and Shirley yeah. vibe Brandon Flowers is totally in like cheesy like crooner mode and Gordon uh, Gano was like you know he has these very kind of droll yes. you know kind of off key oh, lyrics that yes. didn't really fit at all yes. and that made it just even more special because it was so <laughs> bizarre uh, and so wonderful and such an inspired choice and I was just thinking how this would not work anywhere except Milwaukee and it may not even uh, on paper should have worked here but it worked really really well it was such a fitting fun way to close off the first concert I completely agree and, and and it was absolutely, uh, like you said, kind of cheeky, kind of um, almost making fun of, but embracing at the same time this unification of, you know what, if there's some things that everyone in the world knows about Milwaukee, it's Laverne and Shirley, <laughs> right. it's Blister in the Sun. Yep, yep. And it's cheese and beer. And you know that yeah. we just celebrated all of that last yeah, yeah. at the Pfizer Forum. Yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll have to see if, you know, if another band, if uh, Timberlake will do Happy Days or something when it comes in. Although, you know, uh, Metallica's coming. And Metallica, when they kicked off their tour, they opened in Madison. They they covered Garbage. That's mm. something they've been doing where they've been covering, like, local bands at Ooh. their at their stop. So I'd love think? to see if Metallica's going to do, like, a femme-style Metallica cover. That would be really <sighs> wild. Well, we'll have to uh, look at predictions, possibly, Piet, for the uh, Metallica covers in another episode of Tapped In. Tapped In is produced by Tyrone Miller. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. Thank you for listening. And if you don't subscribe to this podcast, why not? Go to RadioMwonky.org on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Piet, I will see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time.